The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you tithe mint and dill and cumin, and have neglected the weightier matters of the law, justice and mercy and faith. These you ought to have done without neglecting the others. You blind guides, straining out a gnat and swallowing a camel. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you cleanse the outside of the cup and of the plate, but the insides are full of extortion and rasity. You blind Pharisee, first cleanse the inside of the cup and of the plate, that the outside also may be clean. The Gospel of the Lord. So we continue with the Lord's litany of woes to the scribes and Pharisees. Uh, we are now in the fifth, towards the sixth uh, of the woes. And so we've seen that the Lord has uh, rebuked them for the way in which they act to block entrance to the kingdom of heaven. We've seen that the Lord has also uh, rebuked them because of the distortion that there is, the disorder that there is in their love and in what they love. And here he continues with that issue which is that they have ceased to love for the right end even the different aspects of religion. The aspects of religion should be loved for God's sake. He is the final beneficiary of them as well as our own sanctification and transformation. And so the Lord is turning to them here. He says, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you tithe mint and dill and cumin, and have neglected the weightier matters of the law, which is justice, mercy, and faith. And so tithing in itself is a good. It is an acknowledgement that everything that we have comes from God's providence and from his love and from his abundance. When we tithe, what we do is we return to the Lord a small portion of what is his to begin with. The mystery is not that he asks or takes 10% of these different tithes, but that he leaves us with 90%. It is a cause for rejoicing. The pious Jew at this point rejoiced to tithe because of the abundance that God had given. It is something that is good, and the tithing is good, and that is not what the Lord is saying here. He's not saying that it is not good. In fact, he is saying they should take care of these things, not neglecting these things, but they should focus also on the weightier things, justice and mercy and faith. The Pharisees at this point, they are focused on the economic benefit that they stand to gain as well from tithing. They also rejoice that the fact that they tithe so meticulously appears as evidence of interior holiness and justification, but it's not. Their exterior actions are very distant from the interior reality. And that is what the Lord is rebuking here. The interior reality is that they miss the point even with the activities of God. 
They miss the point with the activities of religion. They like to nurture the illusion of their own sanctification, and they love the fact that others rejoice in this illusion. And so the Lord is again breaking this illusion. You blind guides, a blindness which we all, which this is not the blindness of original sin, the blindness of darkness. This is a willed blindness, willfully blind, happy with and content with who they feel that they are. And they guide others in this same way, leading them not towards God, but according to simply this distance from God that is interior, even though the exterior appears faithful. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you cleanse the outside of the cup. They were meticulous with exterior cleansing, but completely neglected the interior cleansing that God requires. Exterior cleanliness or an exterior manifestation of holiness is something which should flow naturally from an interior holiness. When we focus on the interior and work towards holiness in the heart and holiness in the mind, then everything will flow out of the heart and the mind. The type of life that they are living here is exhausting. They are keeping up an exterior pretense that is distant from the interior reality. It is a life that is exhausting and they put all of their effort into keeping up these appearances. This can also happen in psychological ways where you can see in people's lives an excessive cleanliness or an excess in minor things which is normally manifest of a disorder in the interior. And so also in the spiritual life, the outside, the exterior, what people sh see should be an outflowing of the heart and the mind, not simply an exterior edifice that hides the heart, that hides the mind. And so what the Lord is calling them to and what he calls all of us to is turn the focus inward to the higher things, justice, mercy, faith, Make sure that these are the interior motivations. These are where we put our focus. And all of the other things will come beside and will come in an easy and natural flow of life, not with too much effort in order to keep up these types of appearances that the Pharisees do. The Lord calls us first to focus on that which he alone sees and judges, the heart. He is the one who sees and judges the heart. We turn to our own hearts and we ask the Lord for his mercy, for his justice, for his peace, for his grace, that we might be transformed interiorly first and that what is then perceived exteriorly is the reality of the work that he is doing within us. We pray for the grace not to fall into this type of hypocrisy, which is always the temptation but to be truly holy, to be truly God's, to be truly in love with him and to do all things for the sake of that love, to be transformed inwardly first, and then let the exterior transformation be a consequence of that. Amen.